Welcome back to another episode of Comedy's Dead. I'm Sandra. I'm your host. And we're going to get right into it because today we are on a verdict watch in this country. Yes, it is that time. We are waiting for the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict to come down. I know everyone is on pins and needles. I am not because honestly, I really don't care. I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't think it's cool to take an AR-15 to a riot, but I also don't think it's cool to go to a riot and burn businesses down and throw rocks through windows like you're a freaking feral child or something. I mean, it's just at this point, I'm just over it. All I know is if he is found not guilty, it's not because he's white. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about because I'm white. And honestly, I would love nothing more than watching some alt-right Pillsbury Doughboy who took an AR-15 to a riot and shot two innocent people go to prison so he can spend the rest of his life sucking on some Nazi dick every time he wanted to take a shower. I mean, that's the type of justice that could finally promote world peace. But look, that's just not what happened. As much as I would like it to have been that way, it's just not. I mean, there's videos of him on the ground, getting drop kicked by a guy. And then out of nowhere, this guy comes through with a skateboard and literally tries to take his head off. And then the skateboarder tries to hit him again with the skateboard when Kyle Rittenhouse shoots him. I mean, it's hard. It's not a clear cut case like guilty. No, I'm sorry. To me, that kind of looks like self-defense. And what about Grostek, the, the kid that got shot in the hand that's, you know, survived? After this happened, he went on some like media blitz. He went on Good Morning America. He went on CNN telling his side of the story, saying he never had a gun. He didn't threat Kyle Rittenhouse. You know, he was just walking through the street and got shot with an AR-15. Well, that turned out to be a lie because there's videos of this gross tech gross. I don't know his last name. I'm not here to pronounce last names. All right. But anyways, he was lying. And there's video of him. I mean, he pulls out a gun, puts it in Kyle Rittenhouse's face before Kyle Rittenhouse shoots the gun out of his hand. And if you want to get mad at somebody, I mean, get mad at the prosecutor because they didn't do their job. I mean, they act like they didn't know about this video. So they put this kid on the stand and then the defense attorney is up there cross-examining the witness. And he's like, so you pulled out a gun, you put it in Kyle Rittenhouse's face before you were shot. And he's like, correct. And then the prosecutor just puts his head in his hands, like in shame and embarrassment. So if you get mad, get mad at the prosecutor. This has nothing to do with white privilege or Kyle Rittenhouse being white. It really doesn't. I mean, this case is going to come down to the jury, like so many cases. And jury deliberations are literally like a bad algebra equation. I mean, you have people that bring in all these different attitudes and beliefs, and you don't know if they're, you know, being honest when they go through the jury questions or whatever. I don't know. I've never been called for jury duty, so I don't know how it all works. I just know you get what you get. I mean, listen, and honestly, I can tell you, if I was on that jury, I would find him not guilty. I would, because the first guy that he killed turned out to be a child rapist. And I don't mean like some pedophile Chester molester that got a hand job from some Boy Scout. No, this guy anally raped five little boys ages between nine and 11. 
I mean, why was this guy even allowed back out on the street is my question. So, yeah, I would find him not guilty because I think we should kill all child rapists. I do. I'm a single mom and I'm tired and I'm sick of having to take my kid to school every morning because her bus comes so early before the damn sun comes up. I mean, what do you think parents rush out of the office every day because they can't wait to get home to see their kids? No, they do it because you literally cannot throw a rock these days and not hit a pedophile. So and I'm not racist, but I'm just saying I I think we should kill all child rapists. And listen, I feel bad for skateboard kid. I do. But again, he tried to take somebody's head off with a skateboard. I mean, he shouldn't have been there in the first place. And come to find out, he wasn't a, 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 a law-abiding citizen. I mean, he went to jail because he tried to strangle and suffocate his brother. I mean, the kid had major problems. He threatened to, like, burn his grandma's house down. And listen, I threatened to burn my ex's house down all the time. But I'm a comedian, and I would never do it. But anyways, yeah, I just, you know, if you're going to get mad at somebody, get mad at the prosecutor. I mean, I was, and listen, and none of this would actually be an issue if the damn media did their job. Instead of, you know, they don't report the facts of a case. They don't. They just take a story and they mold it to try to fit into whatever narrative they're trying to sell. Like if you watch CNN or MSNBC right now and they talk about this case, it's all about white privilege and the whiteness of it all and how, you know, if if Kyle Rittenhouse was black, you know, they would have hung him already. And I was like, what are you people talking about? I'm telling you right now, I'm white. And if Kyle Rittenhouse is black and he killed a child rapist, I would be like, give that kid a medal. Why are we even having a trial? So, I mean, and then if you watch Fox News, I mean, they make him seem like he was some type of saint doing like God's work or something. I mean, these people are worse than Alex Jones. They really are. I mean, why does Alex Jones get all of his videos deplatformed, but CNN and MSNBC and Fox News can say whatever they want? I mean, at least Alex Jones lets you know he's full of shit. I mean, he always talks about zombie lesbians eating your brain. Come on, we know that's a lie. Lesbians don't want to eat your brain. They want to eat your pussy. I mean, the hypocrisy in this country is... It's sickening, actually. But I, I was. I, I watched MSNBC last night for a little bit. And they did. They kept saying that if he gets off and that he is going to get off because it's white privilege. I'm like, what? I'm like, did you not watch? Like, the, the, the prosecutor, his whole entire closing argument was basically about provocation, which means you can't find him not guilty because of self-defense. Because by him just being there, he was provoking the attacks. It's like, okay, if you're going to ask a jury to believe that or accept that, then why even have a trial? Because wouldn't the people that attacked him, weren't they just by being there provoking Kyle Rittenhouse or whoever else was there? I mean, it, it, it cancels each other out. It makes no sense. So this has nothing to do with white privilege. I'm so sick of hearing about white privilege. It makes me want to throw up in my mouth. I mean, listen, I am a gutter fly, okay? I mean, I come from a family that everywhere you look, it just, death and misery thrives. I mean, unemployment, mental health issues, substance abuse, 
sex work. I mean, the only good thing about my childhood is nobody tried to touch my pussy. I mean, and I used to be a stripper. I mean, yeah, I started stripping in high school. That's how privileged I was. So I'm sorry, but I have grinded on too many cocks in my life to listen to some fat woke bitch tell me that I'm privileged just for being white. It's like privilege, bitch. I grinded on Patrice O'Neill. Okay, so what's in your wallet? Because the only thing in my wallet is that good RX card. So what are we going to talk about next? Yes, Travis Scott and the Astro World Festival. Listen, I don't know how Travis Scott got 50,000 people to even come see him. I mean, he's just a mediocre rapper repackaged as punk. And I'm sorry, punk is supposed to be, you know, about not selling out. And Travis Scott is actually the opposite. I mean, he is a corporate avatar. Like, sure, his music sucks, but he can sell some Nikes and he's fucking a Kardashian. And I mean, has is there any industry left in America that the Kardashians have not siphoned off of? Honestly. And look, I'm not picking on the Kardashians. I love those bitches. I do. Even that ugly one that had all those surgeries and is really pretty now. Which one is that? No, I'm not talking about Kylie. I'm talking about Caitlyn. Anyways, whatever. Aha, uh-huh, what? Shut up. She doesn't care. Anyways, but no, I, Chloe's my favorite. I mean, Chloe is the type of girl that you want to go to a Travis Scott concert with you. I mean, she's built like a linebacker. I mean, not only can she protect you against the crowd surge, you know she can get some dime bags up that twat of hers. Seriously, she only fucks black dudes. I mean, she can get a a tank of nitrous up there. Come on. That is the one perk of being a girl when you go to a music festival. They check everything but the pussy. But anyways, no, I'm not. I love the Kardashians. And honestly, look, I'm giving Travis Scott a hard time just because he makes shitty music. But look, it's not his fault. I I don't think he's to blame at all. I mean, listen, it looks bad when you're up there dancing around and acting like Ted Nugent. That's honest. It reminds me of it reminds me of like a Ted Nugent show from like the 70s, Wango Tango or whatever. So yeah, it looks bad when you're up there trying to appropriate Ted Nugent and there's an ambulance trying to like push its way through the middle of the crowd and you don't stop, you know, because if I don't stop for an emergency vehicle, I get a ticket. But again, I'm not performing in front of 50,000 people. So I don't know how that works. But like I said, I don't think it's his fault. I mean, the blame really goes on Scoremore and Live Nation. And Live Nation, you know, outsourced all the planning to Scoremore, which was a a concert planning promoter, you know, started in, I think, in Houston, Texas by this college kid. But anyways, I don't know. What is the velocity of a moving object if that object is 50,000 people? Right. And there, there is an answer to this equation. There is. Because what was Lollapalooza? A Lollapalooza was 100,000 people and they had seven stages. So I'm no rocket scientist, but I just know that the blame should fall on Scoremore and Live Nation because that just doesn't make any sense. So I'm sure there's a lot of back and forth going on between how many stages. Like there should never be one stage for 50,000 people, especially a show. And yes, they market it as like rap and hip hop, but the environment is anything but rap and hip hop. It is legitimately a rock concert. 
I mean, they antagonize the crowd to like jump around and bounce around. And they tell you if you're not going to be doing that, then don't come to the front. And that's how a rock shell goes. And if you've ever been to like Godsmack, Ozfest, any of those shows, there's security throughout the crowd. So you have, and when you buy tickets, you can buy tickets just for the mosh pit. And then they have general admission, like the seating, and then they have the lawn. But this wasn't like this. This was at like an old Six Flags park, I guess. So, but it doesn't matter. It, it, they, they tried to save money because if you market it at, they knew they should market it as a rock show. As far as the planning goes and how many security people you need and where they need to be, they just thought that they were just going to save money. And well, now a lot of people are dead. So I guess their plan didn't work out, but I don't think it's Travis Scott's fault. But I do want to know, I mean, you got to think about how much back and forth goes between like artists or it wouldn't be artists. It would be their management teams and the promoters of like how many artists are going to be there and how many stages, because more stages means, you know, more people to split the proceeds with. I'm assuming. I don't know. I mean, how much do you think it costs for Drake to come out and sing for like 20 minutes? I'm sure it's a lot. I mean, and can we all agree Drake is by far the most overrated rapper of all time. I mean, come on. I started at the bottom, now we here. No, Eminem started at the bottom. You started out on the Disney Channel. I'm just keeping it real. Really, I am. Because like I said, it's not... His music sucks, guys. Like, let's cut the shit. I mean, these kids aren't going there to listen to good music. They're just not. I mean, these kids are going there to rage and break stuff. I mean, Gen Z has been told from the time they got here and started school that life on this planet is going to be unlivable in the next 40 years and now they're coming into adulthood and they're like uh hey guys if it's going to be this bad then why am I even here like they're not here to like clean up our mess I mean they're just here to bust through security gates you know go steal some $30 t-shirts from the merch stand that was made by some like poor kid in China I mean it's, it's bad enough that they market the shitty music to our kids that literally you have to be on basalts to enjoy. And it's not they're not even there for the music. So I, this is like a WWE event. That's what it reminded me of. I mean, these kids, they just don't want to go watch men wrestle with their dad. So they're going to go to a Travis Scott concert. Hell, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just a comedian and I screwed up the sound and I didn't have this hooked up right. So... All this time, I had been recording with the internal recorder, and I didn't realize it. So I had to go through and, like, re-download stuff. So I'm trying to get this done before my damn kid gets home because she's going to be hungry, and I'm going to have to fix her something to eat. And I'm tired. God, I'm tired. But anyways, what I don't understand is... There was no age limit on this concert, like at all. Like, a 12-year-old could go. And I just find that so baffling because... I have a 12-year-old. She just turned 12, and she wanted to get her, like, uh, helix piercing, you know, up here, the top of her ear pierced. And I wanted her to wait. I really did. But she kept, like, hounding me and hounding me. And I'm like, listen, if I don't let her do this, she's just going to turn into one of those furry freaks that like to fuck unicorns when she grows up. So we went we went to go get her ear pierced, and we went to Claire's. And I they always say never go to Claire's because they use the gun, and you can get infected and all, you know, whatever. So we go in there. 
And they're like, oh, she has to be 13. And my kid looks at me and she's like, well, why did you lie and say? Because they asked me, they go, they're like, is she 13? And I was like, no, she's 12. And she just gave me like the shittiest look. And I'm just like, whatever, we'll go to a piercing place. That's where I wanted to take you in the first place. I just didn't want to have to wait till evening to do it when the piercer's there. So we go to like two or three piercing places and these people, they make it sound like it's some like medical procedure and they're like, oh no, we cannot pierce the top of a helix until they are at least 16. Like her ear could fall off. And I'm like, you lying sons of bitches. Like, are you kidding me? Like piercing the top of you, this shouldn't be a big deal. I mean, this should be something that her lesbian friend does at a sleepover before she tries to make out with her, right? I mean, why is this even a big deal? I don't know. I mean, it's just, so then I told her, I'm like, well, I'll just do it. And she's like, no, I'm not letting you touch my ear. I'm like, I'm like, I'll order, you can order the piercing kits. It's not a big deal. You just get a needle. It comes with like a little cork on the end of it. And I just, Push it through. It's not a big deal. And she won't, she won't let me do it. She doesn't trust me. I'm like, listen, if you let me pierce your ear, I will let you take one of mommy's edibles. Seriously, you know what? Screw you. Don't tell me how to raise my damn kid, all right? I mean, she's going to do it anyways. I mean, I just feel like as a parent, I have the right to prepare my child for the life that she's going to be living when she gets older. I mean, if I give her the weed now, maybe, you know, when she's out at a party or at a concert and she gets offered an edible, maybe she might think twice. You know, maybe she might be like, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to be comatose for the next three hours around these people. But whatever. I don't know. I just want to save my kid from, like, the future of regret sex. Because, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a girl. I'm a woman. I, I know what happens like when you're out at a bar and you meet somebody and it doesn't matter like you could just I was in LA doing shows and I met this comic and he was funny and he kept buying me drinks and you would think by now I should know by now where this was headed but no we just don't think that way in the moment and I have a light tolerance I'm not good at drinking so one thing led to another and we ended up going to some club and I ended up getting high. I mean, I was higher than a giraffe's pussy. Okay. And we ended up going back to his apartment and I'm like, why am I, why am I in this one bedroom studio apartment? And you know, next thing I know, I have his dick in my mouth and I'm there, I'm sucking his dick. And then I just stop and I look up and I'm like, I I don't want to have sex. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. And I'm like, look, I'm just too drunk. I mean, maybe tomorrow. Like, I'm just afraid that I'm going to throw a ball over your dick right now. And he's like, no worries. And he had one of those Sony uh, VR sets, like the virtual reality sets. Anyways, so he gets it out and he puts it on my head. And so I'm standing here. I'm just in a thong. Okay, that is it. I'm just in a thong. And I, I think it was maybe the game that like came with the 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 game I the set I don't know you know what I'm talking about okay I'm not a gamer I don't know all the technical terms but anyways so I'm in this like shark cage and like I'm going down down like deeper and deeper and there's like fish and there's sharks and literally like the deeper I sink into this like virtual reality world like the colder I get so I'm sitting here I'm like oh my god I'm getting colder this is like so cool and I'm I, I I'm like Dory from Nemo like just keep swimming just keep swimming and this poor guy is over in the corner with a rock hard dick like bitch Nemo is over here and I'm just saying I mean these are the types 
of things that our kids are going to be getting themselves into in the future. And I know she, cause she's like me and I'm just, you know, you have to know your tolerance. I mean, I wish I would have gotten like an education on weed and Molly and alcohol before I got out to the real world and started doing it. And it would have saved me a lot of dicks in my mouth that I didn't want in my mouth. I mean, do you know how many dicks I've had in my mouth? Neither do I. So, Look, guys, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just a comic. But I do know if I had money, which I do not have money, I am broke, I would invest in corn and nuclear energy. But anyways, don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I did, seriously, though, if I had money, I, I would corn. I mean, cause we're not getting rid of the corn syrup anytime soon, guys. I mean, it's in everything. And nuclear energy, because we're not going to go green. Anyways, um, so that's it. Again, Sandra, Edgel, you can, all my stuff's going to be in the link. So like, follow, subscribe, and thank you for watching or listening or whatever. Anyways, thank you guys.